Good morning, children of the living God. Um, this is Maria of Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study, and we are continually to stay up and read and study the Word of God and uh, Bible verses of God, everything that is good and pure. Do it unto God. This is the Night of Atonement for the year 5782. God has commanded us to remember, observe, and the prophets, the theologians, the historians of Jewish um, history believe the Day of Atonement is when the Lord will return. Now I know some are going to say no one knows the day or the hour. 100% I agree. But this is what many believe is going to happen. So I believe that it is possible. We'll all find out one day, right? Um, so it isn't a way to set an argument, but in a way to help strengthen our spiritual muscles for we don't know when the Lord is going to return, but we do know that one night in the middle of the night when we least expect it, he will. So let's do our best. Let's pass this test. Let's pass this trial in Jesus name. In this video, we are going to be reading out of one of my favorite books regarding uh, learning about the women of the Bible. And it's All the Women of the Bible by Edith Dean. And we're going to read and discuss a little bit my favorite woman of God, prophetess, judge, mother, wife, Deborah. Now, I feel kind of an understanding about this judge and prophet and mother and wife uh, and warrior so happens to be Deborah was because she went to battle and she served the Lord and she was with the Lord and oftentimes growing up I was incorrectly I'm sure as others were have been incorrectly taught that women don't belong teaching the word of god and i was incorrectly taught that women don't belong speaking up in the church and women are supposed to be at home and at church just quiet and and very passive to the point of being doormats you know this is what i was taught in I'm not uh, throwing shade to anybody. I'm just saying this is what I was taught. And it wasn't until I started reading the Word of God myself and researching and going and confirming with God and, and digging through Jewish texts and, and prayer meditation that I found that that was completely false. God loves men and women. God sets up kings and queens and and prophets of every kind so in every ministry we're all part of the body of christ and if there's anything i want to completely completely and wholeheartedly stress is god's children god's children 
read his word read his bible in reading his word we are equipped we are ready for battle and we will not allow ourselves to be willfully or not willfully deceived by those who just want to take advantage of the trusting hearts in the body of christ there are wolves and sheep clothing out there there are some wolves but when god's children remain vigilant and diligent in searching and studying his word our spiritual muscles become so very strong in christ and we are given this power and authority in and of our jesus where when someone tries to come against god because that's what they're really coming against going against god by perverting or purposely distorting his word for some evil corrupt means we can stand true and faithful on the word of god and say no for it is written just like our jesus did hallelujah when satan lucifer the devil was trying to tempt him in the wilderness Jesus combated that lying deceiver who we rebuke in Yeshua's great name with the powerful word of our Father. Amen. He is the sword of the Spirit. He is where we can abide and He is the truth and the way and that is what makes us free. His word, His confidence, us being able to trust in Him. And if we aren't reading his word, we aren't knowing him. If we're not observing his word, we aren't loving him. Amen. And we're not able to uh, focus and go out and do what well, one of the things God has called us to do, which is prepare ourselves first, right? Take the plank from our own eye get right with him, separate ourselves from the way of the world, and then go out and get more souls to Christ. That's part of our job. And the world, well, they don't want us to be good at our job, but let's be overcomers and overachievers in Christ. Amen? Amen. Boast on the Lord, for he is good. So let's get in reading this book. I purchased this book um, just from a secondhand store. I recommend secondhand stores wholeheartedly. I love getting old books about God and God's people and studying and reviewing. This is what I love to do. So I'm going to read out of this book and I pray others get something out of it and maybe others will be like, hey, I wonder what prophet is or prophet of the Lord um, or judge of the Lord. I feel um, led to study more and, you know, find a good godly example because the world wants to teach women I'm sorry men um how not to be women of god they want to teach us how to be everything else but not women of god and part of my journey in wanting to learn of what god wants 
me to be as a woman of God was going and studying what the women of God wore, how they spoke, what would their manner of daily work what it would have been like. And honestly, in studying the women of God who are not perfect by any means, just like we're not perfect, um, I have been taught so much. And of course, I always confirm with our Father, I've read this, Lord, but what do you say? And God has just completely opened my eyes and changed my heart around so much and given me so many different areas to look at and been like, Lord, I repent. You're absolutely right. I was going so wrong. Forgive me. And I completely understood even more and I, I'm not remembering the psalm right now where it says but it basically says Lord you corrected me and I love you for that that's essentially what it says and it says Lord you rebuked me and you corrected me and you test me and you put me in the trials Lord and I thank you for it Lord search me and 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 just let me know what your will is and I completely understand why us as children of God we should go to God and be like Lord in your correcting of, of me you're showing me your loving kindness I know that you'll have mercy on me I search for you Lord in your truth amen so I just want to encourage other men and women of God out there if you don't have an idea of what a good father is if you don't have a good idea of what a good mother is if you don't have a good idea or we're never shown a good example of of what it is to be a good man or woman in god go search out the scriptures and see what god says don't ask i mean this in a loving way promise you don't ask me don't ask prophet whoever don't ask apostle whoever don't ask bishop whoever don't ask pastor whoever go to god almighty and ask him where to read in the bible to find out how to be the best husband wife teacher preacher song leader police officer fireman whatever it is based off the word of god because God won't lie to us. God won't deceive us. There will be no negative outcome in searching the word of God. Amen. There might be trials. There might be testings. But it's because God is refining us. God is sanctifying us. Setting us apart and making us anew. We are being reborn in Christ. Hallelujah. The old things fall away. But with God, there's things eternal. Amen? Amen. All right. The prophet, the judge, the mother, the wife, Deborah. Lord only. Amen. Is this not the Lord gone out before thee? Deborah, wife of Askur Lempinoth. She becomes a woman of great power. She awakes the people in a period of lengthy, with Barak, she leads them to victory. 
The Marshall song celebrating her triumph is one of greatest in history. Is not the Lord gone out before thee? The only woman in the Bible who was placed at the height of political power by the common consent of the people was Deborah. Though she lived in a time of the judges, some 13 centuries before Christ, there are few women in history who ever, who have ever obtained the public dignity and supreme authority of Deborah. She was like Joan of Arc, who 27 centuries later rode in front of the French and led them to victory. Deborah was a wife of an obscure man named Limp Limpodoth. I'm going to ascribe that L-A-P-I-D-O-T-H. And the rabbis say she was a keeper of the tabernacle lamps. If so, what a wonderful yet humble task for this woman who was to become so great in Israel. Later, when the faith in God became the strength of Israel, she would become a keeper of the new spiritual vision that would light all Israel. In all of her roles, first that of counselor to her people, next as a judge to her uh, to their disputes, and finally a deliverer in time of war. Deborah exhibited womanly elegance. She was indeed a mother in Israel. She arose to a great leadership between because she trusted God implicitly 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 and because she could aspire in others the same trust for 20 years jabin king of kana had oppressed the children of israel their vineyards had been destroyed their women dishonored and their children slain many had turned to the worship of idols Deborah's story came in the first part of the book of Judges. These men were more than judges in today's meaning of the term, for they were chieftains and heroes as well, and their influence was felt mainly in war. Long before Deborah became a leader in war, she was a homemaker. Her house was on the road between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ethram, where flourished olive and palm trees. It was under one of the most royal of date palms that she would sit and give counsel to the people who came to her. As a counselor in the time of peace, Deborah became known far and near, but her greatest service came in a time of war and she led her people into war. Most of them had stood by fearfully because they were afraid of the enemy's 900 chariots of iron when they had none. While they paled in fear, Deborah burned with indignation at the oppression of her people. A gifted and in Trubit woman, she felt a call to rise up against such fear and complicit 
T. For she carried in her heart a great hope that God would come to her people and rescue if they would honor him. Because the men of Israel had faltered in leadership, Deborah arose to denounce this lack of leadership and affirm that deliverance from oppression was at hand. Her religious zeal and patriotic fervor armed her with new strength. She became the magnificent personification of a free spirit of the people of Israel. We can imagine that Deborah looked the part of great and noble woman. She must have had fire in her eyes, determination in her step, and a positive ring in her voice. We can see her a tall handsome woman wearing a dress of blue crust striped in red and yellow and a yellow turban with a long pure white cotton veil, lace edge reaching to the hem of her dress. A feminine woman who had had an ambition to push herself forward. Deborah better personified the homemaker in Israel than a warrior. But as she consulted with her people and began to sense their common danger, she kindled in them the enthusiasm of intimate, intimate action against the enemy. She had the courage to summon one of Israel's most capable men, military men, Barak, for his home, from his home in Kedesh. Together, they worked out a plan of action against the enemy. Deborah let Barak know she was not afraid of Zisera, commander of Jabin's army. Neither was she afraid of his 900 chariots. She made him feel that the spirit that could animate an army is greater than either weapons or fortifications. Probably she recalled to him that God had led the Israelites through the Sea of Reeds and had broken a mighty oppressor, the Pharaoh. She made Barak realize that God had proved him to be mightier than the Pharaoh, also was mightier than Javan or Sisra. Go, spoke Deborah positively to the faint-hearted Barak, and draw towards Mount Tabar, and take with thee ten thousand men of the children of Nephtali and the children of Zebelan. Judges, Judge chapter 4 verse 6 And she convinced Barak that the Lord would deliver Sisra and his cherubits and multitudes into their hands. Barak, sensing a spiritual insight that Deborah possessed and feeling the urgent need of her presence and spiritual counsel, answered, If thou wilt go with me, then I will go. But if thou wilt not go with me, then I will not go. Judges chapter 4 verse 8. This was in one of the most unusual passages in the Bible spoken by a man to a woman. 
it demonstrates a general's great confidence in a woman a homebody too who had risen to the high place in israel largely be largely because of one quality her abiding faith in god without hesitation the stout-hearted deborah declared triumphantly I will surely go with thee, notwithstanding the journey that will thou takest shall not be for thy honor. For the Lord shall sell Zesrael into the hand of a woman. Judges chapter 4 verse 9 In these words, Deborah demonstrated more than leadership. Her people were to discover that she was also a prophet. In Judges chapter 4, 4, verse 9, we learn that Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. That one word, arose, best explains her positive action. She did not sit at home and ponder the matter when time came for action, but she arose, believing firmly that she was armed with strength from God. When Barak summoned his tribes, Zebulun and Nephtali, to Kadesh, he saw none was well armed and none rode in chariots. But Deborah's faith carried the Israelites forward unafraid. When she and Barak and their 10,000 men came to the spur of the hills near Zephyrah and his chariots were, Deborah looking out from the lofty rock exclaimed to Barak up for this is the day in which the Lord has delivered Israel into thy hand it is not is not the Lord gone out before thee judge judges chapter 4 verse 14 we learn directly from Josephus and indirectly from the Song of Deborah that the storm of sleet and hail burst over the plain from the east driving right into the face of Zithra and his men and the charioteers. The slingers and the archers were disabled by the beating rain, and the swordsmen were crippled by the biting cold. Deborah and Barak and their forces had the storm behind them and were not crippled by it. As they saw the storm lash, the enemy, they pushed on believing all the more in the providential aid. The floodwaters were now racing down the Kishon, Kishon River. So violent was the rain that Zisra's heavy iron chariot, chariot sank deep in the mud. As they did, many of the chariots chariots were slain and the hoofs of the cavalry horses splashed through the mud as small remnant made its retreat. Zisra abandoning his mighty chariot ran for his life through the binding, blinding rain. He managed to reach the tent of Jael, wife of Heber the Kenite. Because the Kenites had been at peace with the Zithra, he thought that he would be safe, especially since Jael had come forth to offer him her hospitality. 
Weary from battle and comforted by the warm milk and lodging of Jarl, had such hospitality given to him, Zethra found fell soundly asleep. And Zishra lay sleepily drowned, took a peg which her husband had used to stretch the tent on the ground with a hammer and drove it into Zithra's temple. In hot pursuit of Zithra, Barak came soon to the tent of Jael. She went to meet him and said, Come, I will show thee a man whom thou seekest. In Judges chapter 4 verse 22. And Jael took him into the tent where the lay the dead Zithra, and it was just as Deborah had prophesied. For the Lord shall sell Zithra into the hand of a woman. Judges chapter 4 verse 9 To celebrate the great victory and the ode to Deborah, one of the earliest martial songs in history was composed, and it began. Praise ye the Lord for avenging of Israel. Judges chapter 5 verse 2. Deborah took no Deborah took no credit herself. She gave all the credit to God, for she knew that only he could cause the earth to tremble, the heavens to drop, torrents of water, and the mountains to melt. And the song she is called a mother in Israel. For she, like a mother, had led the panicky children of Israel to victory. They cried to her to lead them echoes in the refrain, Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, utter a song. The tribes of Israel who had stood by her in conflict were praised. Chibrut is paid to Jael, putting Zithra to death. In every line of the song, one senses Deborah's extreme devotion to God and to the well-being of her nation. At the end of the song, which runs through 31 verses, Judges chapter 5, her courageous voice sounds forth like a clear note of a trumpet of freedom. Her people were no longer enslaved. Now with her they could declare, So let all thine enemies perish, O Lord, but let them that love him be as the sun when he goeth forth in his might. Such fire as Deborah possessed literally never died out of Israel. Her glorious victory is best recorded in these concluding but meaningful lines of her Bible biology, biograph, biography, biography, excuse me, and the land has rested forty years. Judges chapter five verse thirty-one. Amen. Thank you, Father God, in the blessed name of our Yeshua Hamashiach, for choosing great men and women to do your work. Lord, thank you for not paying attention to the outside, but what is within the heart of every man and woman who knows, loves, and, and desires to bow down and serve you. 
be obedient to you, who trust in you. Thank you, Lord, for not looking at washed white tombs. Thank you for knowing us inside and out, every hair numbered, amen, every thought, every word, every intention. You see everything that is done in secret. You know every reason of why we wake up with a humble and giving heart singing your praises from our spirits, not just with our mouth, but our spirit sings to you, Lord. We praise you, Yahweh. You are the only living God. You are the great I am and always will be who is, who was, and is still to come. You are forever. And we thank you for our Savior. He is the only one who is worthy. He is the only one that Stay true, Lord. He is the only one who resisted everything, all temptation. He is the only beautiful sacrifice that satisfied, making it possible that one day we can all be together again and you will dwell with us and we will get to dwell with you. Mm. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen. Amen. Well, children of the Most High, ever-loving, living God, I pray others got something out of that reading of all women of the Bible by Edith Dean, the story of Deborah. I encourage others to go and seek this book out. If you are a woman of God who maybe you didn't grow up knowing or how a woman of God is to be or dress or act or conduct herself or what business to be into. And I encourage men of God out there, if you weren't taught growing up how to be a man of God and you're at a certain age and you're wondering and you're wanting to increase in your relationship with our Father in Heaven and and let's be honest, all that advice out there isn't good advice but our God. Amen. (laughs) There's a reason why Jesus is the chief consular. He consoles. He instructs. He is not only a teacher, but he is a healer. Hallelujah. Forgiver of all sins. Praise God. Jesus has everything we need if we would only be willing to go to him. Amen and amen. Well, children of the Most High, ever-loving, living God, until we meet again, which will be in a couple more minutes, (laughs) we got at least one more video to do. May God bless you. May God keep you. May we all be forever written in the book of life. Yes, and amen.